Welcome to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. Uh, today, I couldn't be happier to be sitting in my office this morning with one of our alumni and former valedictorians, uh, Mr. Robbie Graham. Robbie, welcome to the show today. Thank you very much, Mr. Rogers, for having me. This yeah. is wild. I've never been on a podcast <laughs> well, before. First so, time for everything, right? First time for everything. Okay, so what we're going to do today is just slightly different than usual. I haven't uh, pre-recorded a biography of Robbie. I thought we'd do it, do it together. So I'm just going to ask a couple questions. Yeah. Let him take you through who he is and and how he ended up here. Okay, so let's start with, uh, Robbie, when did you start at Rundle College? I started in grade seven. So I had moved from Ontario, Toronto, and I moved here when I was in about grade five. Mm -hmm. So then did a grade five at an elementary school, grade six at an elementary school. And we discovered Rundle because we live right over there. Yeah. And in Ontario, private schools are quite a bit more expensive. Yeah, for sure they are. So we like that was out of the option. We yeah. kind of came here, and my parents go, "Oh, okay, like we can, we can, we can probably make that work. That'd cool. be great." So cool. That was like that. That was it for them. They came into the tour. They're yeah. Like, wow, that's where you need to be. It's <laughs> gonna work for you, Robbie. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then off I was, grade seven in the door. And in grade seven, just cur- curiosity is. Um, were you nervous? How did you feel about coming to a private school? I was I was pretty nervous. Yeah. I, I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I think grade six me was all that insightful at the time. No, so no. I, yeah, I just didn't know what to expect. I remember getting the uniform and yeah. going like, why am I in a suit? Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. And I really didn't know anyone. So yeah. it was it was brand, like, it was brand new. I Super. went to university with yeah. more friends than I went into grade seven with. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, yeah. yeah. it wow. was brand, brand new. And I remember being definitely, definitely quite a bit nervous. Yeah. And then I remember after that first orientation day, yeah. it, I felt way better. Good. Um, and I like I guess you bring up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about discussing. But a lot of students who are new to our program are brand new to uniforms as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you said that you felt a little bit awkward about it. Yeah. Tell me more about your how you felt about uniforms and how you warmed up into them. I I just remember being surprised. Yeah. Going, I'm in grade seven. Why do I need to dress like my dad? Yeah. <laughs> my dad's got a real job. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Why do I look like him? Yeah. And I like honestly, I'm not just saying this to say it. Like yeah. I came to love it yeah. because it just it takes the stress out of what you're wearing in the morning. No doubt. There's no like, oh, I don't have jeans in the wash because you have four pairs of uniform pants. Yeah. Like it's honestly, it's great. Yeah. So I really came to love it, and they're comfy and they're fine. But I just remember being not not even not liking them, just mm-hmm. thinking. This is interesting. Yeah, this is it's, weird. I don't it's know why we're right? uniform to yeah. school. Yeah, because again, Ontario, there's a lot like you just don't see that. So yeah. where I was from, that wasn't that wasn't a thing. Not common know? at all. Yeah, yeah. Not common. And I think like would it be fair to say, Robbie, that your experience in uniforms is not unique to yourself? I think most students come. Yeah. To think that they're just okay and normal. Oh not yeah, a big I, deal. I all the girls I talk to, they hate yeah. dress down days. Yeah, yeah. Because it's stressful <laughs> because they have to decide <laughs> what to wear. That like. That's how much they they like the uniform yeah. is because they don't like the days when they can't wear it, which yeah. I just think is 
it, it's funny and it just it just removes a whole other aspect of sort of that sort of that like social hierarchy yes. and just it, it brings everyone together and just yeah. it's, it's a simple thing right yeah, yeah. but it but it, it yeah it, it makes a difference I it makes that, a difference for sure and i think that coming together piece is like i think of like a football team or a basketball team or a rugby yeah. team you wear a uniform like yeah, no, everyone's in the, the same team. jersey right? yeah yeah it yeah. feels like a jersey around here that kind of rundle jersey right yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's a lot of when you came to Rundle. Yeah. Let's uh, let's <laughs> jump into what you're doing right now, Robbie. Where, what are you studying? Where so are you at? I'm at the University of Calgary, yeah. and I'm studying kinesiology. So yeah. I'm taking a Bachelor of Science honors in kinesiology, with actually a major in biomechanics. Cool. Which is kind of weird. There's about ten of us. Wow. Yeah. Out of the well, probably twenty out of the nine hundred students in kinesiology. No kidding. So it's wow. a it's a very uh, it's a it's an odd major. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And what what drew you to that major? I'm I'm definitely like coming from Rundle, so I did I did all the sciences and I did calculus and I kind of came in and this was this is more my parents at the start and then I sort of adopted this, but that idea of like making the most of it, like I'm at this amazing school. Yeah. Why wouldn't I try to learn as yeah. much as I could? Absolutely. Well, I have these great teachers because I won't always have them, right? Yeah. In grade twelve, you're gone. So. Um, I did everything and I actually kind of saw I loved everything yeah. except writing. Yeah. Writing, okay. I didn't have that Got same love for, not academic writing per se, the speeches and stuff. I like I liked that yeah. more. <laughs> but um, like the, the writing, the essays were I was not so, so much a fan of, but yeah. like the math, I loved. Yeah. The science, I loved. The physics was great. The bio was great. So I was kind of like, okay, if I, I, I want to go into kinesiology, but I can't, I don't want to leave math behind. Yeah. Like if math is something I, I like and I'm good at, so I was like, okay. I got to figure out a way to incorporate this in. Yes. And I didn't I didn't think I just wanted to pick math courses and throw them in. I was like, can I, how can I do this like a very systematic way? And that was biomechanics. So right it kind of meshes kinesiology and math and you learn a lot about like the physics on the body, which cool. I just think is I, I think it's phenomenal. Wow, that's so, awesome. It's really it sounds cool. yeah. sounds exciting. I can tell you're excited about it, which is yeah. the the main thing, right? That's exactly. that's it. Um, last in the kind of intro portion of our interview <laughs> is a uh, why don't you tell the listeners some of the things you do in your spare time? So currently, school takes up a good a good chunk of my time. Yeah, I'm big. I'm a part of the student medical response team, mm-hmm. which has been very very cool. So I put a lot of hours into that. Tell us, tell our listeners more about that because it might be lost on them exactly. Yeah, what that yeah. Is. So that's a um, it's an organization created by um, a couple of students at the University of Calgary just in 2014. So it's very mm-hmm. recent. They're both in med school now, yeah. but um, they saw they saw a hole around campus where campus is so big, right? So you call if you have issues, you can call EMS. EMS gets there; they don't know where to go. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna take them 15, 20 minutes to get to get on site, and sometimes that's just that's just too much time. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of times too, a lot of the stuff is minor, right? That, that you don't need to call EMS for. So you call them, they trek all the way out there, and they're not happy. So there was sort of that hole of care. And that's where SMR fills. So we don't, we can't do a whole bunch with regards to drugs. Yeah. That's um because we don't really have a um a very strong governing governing the body, but we can check out vitals, um, look for signs, and then make that decision about whether to call EMS or not. And right that on. fills that little gap. Yeah. And it's all student run. Right so, on. That's very cool. Yeah, we were all at least medical first responders, which is a course done under Alberta Health Services. And then a lot of people are like EMR, EMS, which is people who would work on ambulances. Yep. And yeah, we fill that little hole. So we'll attend to calls all throughout university and then decide if we need to call an ambulance or not. Wow, that's which really is, cool. And then after, you got to write a big patient care form, yep. whether they refused. It's all very... It's all very legitimate, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. really, I think is really It's cool. great training yeah, I, for I whatever it. you're going to do in the future, yeah, right? Yeah, and I found like 
man, when it's what's one thing to train, it's another thing to do it. Absolutely. Even something as simple as you shine light in someone's eyes and yeah. see how their pupils react. Like, yeah. You're not invasive. There's not much yeah. to go wrong. And just last week, I did my first time doing that. Yeah. I'm like, my heart's beating. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like, why am I nervous? But it's just that it's that like exposure to real life. Okay, this yeah. is a person I need to make. Totally. Good decisions totally. under pressure. And like, I think that is like, that's a skill I don't really currently have. And yeah. That's a skill I'm working on building. So it's so cool. Good for it's you, so Robbie. Cool. We're really, really proud of you. And I'm excited that you, you've taken that on. That's a huge responsibility. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Awesome. All right, Robbie, thanks for that, uh, that introduction. Now, um, let's get to the reason why we're talking today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was really inspired by your valedictorian speech from oh, last year. You. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. That's a compliment. And even more so, I was inspired when you returned to our grade 9 to 10 uh, parent evening where parents are coming to learn about our high school program. We often invite back an alumni to speak at it. And I, I thought you gave just an exceptional speech. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I thought That's it would be great if we could have more people hear what yeah. you had to say. And <laughs> yeah. so here we are at the podcast. So I know, um, absolutely. So let's get going. I've got uh, five questions, which I think kind of dig into the, the roots of your speech, mm-hmm. and then we can round that out as we as we move through the segment. So first question, Robbie, tell me about uh, your best memory of your time here at Rundle. I think I, I have a lot of great memories, to be honest with you, but I think like the first one, when I read that question, first one that yeah. came to mind was the um, France and Spain trip that no I took kidding. in grade 10. Yeah. That was just phenomenal. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not I'm not a big traveler. Yeah. So it wasn't it, it wasn't phenomenal because it was great because you got to see see Europe. That's yeah. not that's not what made it great for me. It was yeah. honestly the people. No kidding. And getting to be in an environment where your teachers don't have to teach you and yeah. they can just be people. Yeah. And you can just be two people interacting right and on. you can you can be friends. Right on. And I thought that was just amazing. Yeah. And even Miss Santos, yes. she never taught me and yeah. I genuinely I feel close with her. Absolutely. And it started on that trip. Yeah. We developed a re- relationship on that trip and then all throughout high school I just always sit down and chat, say hi, say hello. And it's just like it's I think I think it's amazing that in the span of two weeks, mm-hmm. I can you can become so close yeah. to so many people, and I I just I yeah I I love it, and I still have lasting friendships from that trip as well. That's uh, best friends. You know Miranda, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, her I saw her I, in the hallway. Yeah, her and I and Maya and I were still all really good friends. That's and awesome. Like and that that started on that trip. Cool, so, and I think like amazing. you hit on two really interesting things there. One is like uh, the relationships that we build between student and faculty yeah, here, I think yeah. are exceptional. Oh, I think you see it it's everywhere. Out, it's out of the world. It's out of this world. Yeah, and it's I think amazing. the second thing is the um, extracurricular opportunities that are available. What, what are some of the things you got involved in while, while you're in our senior <laughs> high program? Oh my gosh. Um, so we'll do, okay, we'll do, we'll do it in sections. Sure. So arts-wise, I was in band. And yeah. I'm not a big arts person, Yeah. but band was, band was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was, Miss Robinson, it, she, she's great. I played yeah. the tuba. Yeah, yeah. And I actually started band by accident in grade seven. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember, they had like a computer course yes. that everyone wanted to take. Yeah. And I, I didn't apply early enough, classic me, and didn't get into it. So I guess I got put into band. So I showed up first day, went there, and I'm like, what am I doing here? I've never played a musical <laughs> instrument before. Miss Robinson sat me down. She's like, okay. We need a tuba player. You're going to be on the tuba. And I just sort of went with it. The rest and is Within history. a month, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was in band 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And it was phenomenal. It, cool. it was great. Cool. And it, she does a really good job of managing the time commitment. Yeah. So she knows, 
a lot of the people in band are really high achievers in school, working hard, and then they're part of sports teams Absolutely. and doing eight million other things. And she really keeps that in mind when yeah. she picks songs and, and works with us. So it really, she made it work for us. Yeah. And you can tell she has such a passion for music. And totally. when you're being taught by someone who's passionate, which is literally everyone in this building, wow, what it, makes it, it makes cool. it that much better. That's very you know, cool it makes like, yeah. just judging from my profs at university, you can tell the ones that care and the ones that don't. And when you have a prof that doesn't care, it's very, very, very tough to make, to make yourself care. Totally. And you know? I can't wait to talk about a little bit more about that transition from high school yeah. to, to university but while we're still on it tell one a couple more things you got involved in the high school level while we're on the co-curricular so phase. I was big on peer support yeah as well so I really enjoyed that that was it was not the biggest club I mm-hmm. think prefects pre, prefects gets more of the spazzazz yeah, yeah, yeah which is totally okay <laughs> but we like we we went around we went around school and and our our goal was to make school a better place right. for everyone and just make people's days a little bit brighter so we'd give out muffins we did um mental health awareness week yeah. which is really really important in my opinion and just to make everything just just a little bit happier a little bit better yeah. little events here and there just to make people smile and you yeah. know i think it's like especially you get so stressed and you get so focused sometimes, you know, on what you have to do. So just to have a smile once in a while is really important. It's nice to have that student voice in our hallways talking about generally wellness and supporting each other. Yeah. And you see it through peer support. No oh, doubt. yeah. Yeah. So I, like it's little, but yeah. I think it's important. Right on. Right on. Um, anything else you got involved and in? Ascent as well. Oh, cool. With yeah, you, we which, the ascent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll get, we'll get to ascent, but that was, that was one of a kind. I have not talked to anyone else who's been, involved in anything like that so that's very unique that was really cool and then track and field and cross country i like running so that was always something i did and by no means i'm more of a hockey player i played hockey so i'm not a uh i wasn't born to run per se but it was more something i just did and i enjoyed and whether or not i won it was kind of irrelevant although i usually did well yeah yeah. i was in it just because it was fun and again like the teachers who run it they're all so much fun they're great yeah so it really makes you want to be there regardless of whether or not you're a top athlete or not totally i mean that's the embodiment of the kind of well-rounded experience you want kids to have right like you really hit it you did character you had lots of co-curriculars and and you're a huge achiever in the academic space as well and so that's yeah what we what we hope for for all the students here at rundle it's amazing all right, Robbie, moving on to the second question now. Uh, oftentimes, parents and students, particularly in the high school, have one big concern, and their concern is, will my child be pre- prepared for the transition to university when they leave high school? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the question. Were you prepared when you left high school? I, I can honestly tell you I was 100% prepared. Yeah. And that, that comes down to a few things, actually. First and foremost, like the work ethic that yeah. I talked about in my speech yes. that I developed here. Yeah. And it's that idea of of, of you, you see yourself work hard and then you see the results. Right. And you start to connect the two. Yeah. And you go, okay, yeah, you know what? When I work hard, I get the results I want. So that that has probably been the biggest thing. And that's really applied to the rest of my life too. No doubt. So everything I do now, you know what? I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to work hard. And darn well, I'm going to succeed, yes. you know, and that's, that's that mentality yeah. that uh, honestly, it, it started here. Wow. It hundred yeah. percent started here. So that's been big. Secondly, um, as we talked about, I did a lot of extracurriculars and yes. co-curricular activities. So learning to manage different facets of my life yeah. all at once. So, okay, got to have my stuff together for a band. Um, I'm big in athletics, so I want to be healthy. I got to be going to the gym. I'd be eating well. <clears throat> And then, um, like, okay, got a leadership ascent project coming up. Yeah. Got to have that done. Oh, got a test. 
So really learning how to manage all of that yeah. has also been another really, really important skill. Because no when doubt. you get to university, right, it's five different courses. No no one prof cares what the other prof is doing. Yep. If you have two tests in one day, then, oh, you got to deal with it, Big right? Deal, so right, yeah. learning how to deal with all of those different things has been like, oh, I cannot tell you how valuable that's been. And lastly, just the foundation. Like mm-hmm. I know my high school material very, very, very well. No and when you get to university, the profs spend no time reviewing. It's okay, you learn this in bio 30, we're building on it now. So if you don't, if you don't grasp the initial concepts well, then you pay for it at university. And it's, it's just that much harder to go back and relearn That's and, right. and meet with someone, right? So that, that has been really, really helpful. And one last thing, I know I said three, but yeah, I yeah, no, no, so, you're, you're allowed for yeah, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that initiative of going to get help when you need it, and I think it's great here. The teachers will definitely give you help and they go, okay, oh, Robbie, you're struggling with this. Come on in. And through that, you learn that, yeah, like I can get help and I can improve something. It's not just the way it is, right? Yes. And they, if I work hard, you know, if I need some help, that's okay. And at university, you don't have people who are kind of coercing you to go get help you need. Yeah. So being here going, okay, yeah, I have a question. I'm going to put my hand up and ask a question. Right. Developing that sort of initiative has also been like absolutely essential. That's, yeah, I think we're going to get to that on... How do you shrink a class of 200 to the size of 14 yeah, yeah. In, in a future question? Uh, but before we get there, I have just one follow-up question, which mm-hmm. I like to ask of all alumni. is like, what's, <clears throat> what was your easiest course first term? And what was your hardest course first term? Perfect. Well, oh, man. I think my easiest course has been like physiology and anatomy. Yeah. It's been quite easy. And I had a neuroscience course. I just got the final back, and I got a hundred. Congratulations! That was that was easy. I think, and I think it was just because sounds easy for for really. those for yeah. those courses. It was just you had to just know your stuff. Yes. And coming from Rundle, right? Mm-hmm. I again, I developed that work ethic of okay, if I yeah. put in work and I know my stuff, I'm gonna do well. So yeah. in those courses, the finals were pretty standardized. There were practice tests. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I know what I have to do. I'm right. going to go through. I'm going to know my stuff. I'm going to do the practice test, get a good sleep, approach it like I approached every single other test in Rundle. And good for you. look at that. Wow. <laughs> I got 100, Amazing. right? So Congratulations. It's, it was just like directly applying yeah. what I learned at Rundle, yeah. which was great. And then probably my hardest course was linear algebra. Yeah. And uh, like not not because of the material. It was brand new. So yeah. it's, it was more abstract. For sure. But I, I did the same things. Yes. I went there. <clears throat> I made sure I was on top of my homework, my assignments. When I came to studying, I had a systematic way of studying. I went through, okay, like, what do I have to remember? Yeah. I did practice tests, practice tests, and practice tests till I was blue in the face. Yeah. Got a good sleep, and I wrote that final yesterday, and it went really, really well. Congratulations. So even my hardest course, I was very worried about that final. Yeah. Went totally fine. And it was because, like, I know how to study, Yeah. right? And I, I know how to apply myself. I know, okay, I got two days to this exam. What am I going to do? I know how to pick out my hours in the day, what I'm going to do. And honestly, these are all skills that I, I was not born with. And yeah. I'm not special. You yeah. Know, yeah, I, yeah. Like, because I went through this, you learn how to manage, you learn how to apply yourself. And that, that just carries. And like, that's, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's a really great skill because I'm not stressed. Yeah. Like, I just, I know what I have to do. I do it. And then it goes well. And that's like, I, I don't stress. I don't pull all nighters. And it's it. just, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's just, you have, comp- I have confidence in myself. You and know? for, for our listeners, you would never know this, but uh, Robbie showed up today for his, uh, <laughs> his interview and told me that he has a test this afternoon, one of his finals. 
And so I told him he should probably go home and study. Uh, but Robbie insisted we continue today because he feels totally prepared for it. So yeah. I, to me, I was, I was just amazed exactly. by that. Like I was, I, I knew this exit. I knew this interview was coming. Yeah. Wednesday morning, so I was like, okay, I gotta have my stuff together for this exam by tomorrow mm. night. And I did. I was all good. Good. Went to well, bed. Got a full eight hours. And I don't study day of anyways. Yeah. It's a superstitious thing. <laughs> and, yeah. But that like it's that sort of just plan, execute, and then okay, plan totally. again and execute. And you do it so many times that your plans start to work pretty consistently. You're good you know? to go. And yeah. although I suspect you don't need it, um, good luck this afternoon. Thank Robbie. you. No, yeah. I'll always take it. I'll always take <laughs> the good you luck. Go. Okay, Robbie, moving on to question three, and this has got to be the most asked question of parents who have high school mm-hmm. kids here at, at the college. They say, it's all fine and good that you have classes of 14 here at the Rundle College Senior High, but what is that like for students when they go to a lecture of 200 or 300 students at U of C, Queens, University of Toronto, mm-hmm. one of these places? Mm-hmm. How do they adapt from 14 to 200? So, Robbie, I just put the question to you because I know you're in the middle of experiencing it. Yeah. So, tell so me more. I just want to start by saying I like I'm in first year calculus, first year linear algebra. So my lecture halls really are 300, yeah. 400 people. It's <clears throat> wild. And I got good profs and bad profs. So I like I, I promise I'm going through mm-hmm. the full mm-hmm. I'm getting the full university experience. Yeah. And for me, honestly, I it it never even really crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I just went there. I went and sat in the front of the class. Like, that's what I always did. And just participated like I always did. And I said in my speech, right, you learn how to participate. And that's in, right. in being engaged is a skill. And it's like anything. You practice it, you get in the habit of yeah. being engaged. So at Rundle with the 14, yeah. you're, there's no, you're not going to be on your phone in class because yeah. there's 14 desks, right? <laughs> They're gonna, the teacher's going to go, hey, get off your phone. Yeah. So you, you learn to be engaged. And then that's just a habit. So, you know, okay, when I go to class, yeah, phone's away, book's out. I'm focusing. I'm asking questions. And when you do that for six years, that's that's just how you learn to learn, right? Yeah. So I went to university. It, it, it's been exactly the same. Sit in the first few rows. Like like I said in my speech, I know all of my profs. Yeah. By name, I'm on a first name basis with most yeah. of them. That's awesome. And they're like, okay, hey, why like like why do you think you plateau when yeah. you practice? What, what what does this plateau do to? So I, I put my hand up. Yeah, you know, oh, I think it's this and. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's that engagement and and when you're putting yourself out there and trying, you learn so much better, right? Because yeah. you go, okay, yeah, I thought that, ah, oh, not really, it's more due to this, and you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I love that idea of uh, engagement being a habit that you formed, and it's definitely, I think, something we talk about here at Rundle all the time is forming that habit, and it sounds like it, it's it re- there. It really is, and like I said before, like, I'm nothing... I'm nothing special. I'm not a super kid. Yeah. You know, it's just it, like you put anyone through three or six years at Rundle, you get in the habit of being engaged, of being focused. And that's just that's just what you get used to. Wow. Right. Yeah, so really and cool. I think it's the same if you would have put me in a class of 50. I was a shy kid when I was younger. So and, and, I, and I think if I if I shied away from that and just developed a habit of being closed and right. not really engaging, right. that also would have stuck with me purely because it's totally. a habit, right? So again, like I, I want to talk about this later, but I'm so grateful wow. that I was here, you know, because it just that's one of the many great, great habits. And yeah, so I got there. I didn't honestly, it never even crossed my mind until I started writing the speech. And my parents went, oh, you should talk about the small class sizes because when we put you in Rundle, yeah. that's what we were wondering about. Yeah, wow. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. It, like, so I, I'd never once 
have felt like I was at a detriment, and even more so, I was I was at an advantage because That's I knew how to participate. That's extremely extremely powerful stuff, Robbie. Thank you. For no, it's all true. It's all it. true. <laughs> Okay, Robbie, we're on to question four already, if you can believe oh it. So gosh. we've got, I know, uh, so <laughs> we've got two left here. The But question four is, um, it sounds like university is going really well. It has, yeah. It's been, it's been, I've honestly loved it. Yeah. It's been, there's been no major hiccups yet, knock on wood. Yeah. So. But let's, let's talk about like the challenges. There has to be challenges in moving to university. So um, why don't you kind of bring our listeners into what do you think are the biggest challenges in transition to university? So just to start, I, I stayed at home and went to the U of C. So like residence challenges, yeah. I will not be able to touch on. Yeah. But academically, I can absolutely. So the it's probably a good challenge to have. But the biggest thing for me is there's so many opportunities. That's and there's right. so many things I want to do. Yeah, it's like choice you paralysis, know? right? Ex- exactly. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I want to be part of the student medical response. Yeah. I want to do research. <laughs> I want to have a job. I want to volunteer. And you're just like, there's so many yeah. cool opportunities. And unfortunately, there's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. And you have to also be mindful of depending on where you want to go, what your path is, yep. your marks can be important. Yep, so for me, absolutely. I want to go to med school. So the marks are really, really important. So absolutely. I have to engage and do things I want to do, but I also have to leave some time for it's my school. Be priority, because if right? I get overwhelmed, yeah. the marks drop, then I'm really in trouble. Totally, totally. Right? So I think, yes, yeah, that it's that choice paralysis. It's There's so many things, and I, I will admit, I went there and I signed up for about five clubs because I was like, oh, they're all so cool. Yeah. And I had to quit a few of them, which yeah. is okay. They know, they totally. know that happens. Totally. Because you just, you just run out of time. hundred percent. Right? Which is okay. And then yeah. the harder part for me, and I think this is for anyone, is oftentimes the expectations are not very clear yeah. on what you want to know. And also the teaching can, can suffer. So totally. for example, in my calculus class, I had the very laid back prof yeah. and there was about a third of the course we didn't cover in yeah. lectures. Go figure. So, yeah. uh, I don't know, remember calculus <laughs> integration? Yeah. So there's like eight different integration techniques we had to know for the final. We learned two. Wow. So Yeah, yeah that is a challenge, uh, right? So six of them I ended up teaching myself. Mm-hmm. And again, that comes back to that initiative. And yep. okay, I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to find videos. I'm going to find solutions to questions. And you can find all that and you can learn it yourself. But it like it took that initiative, no you know, kidding. which I no got kidding. from here, which yeah. is great. So it turned out okay. Yeah. The final went really well. Good. But it's that sort of like... You know, you go to a lab and the guy's like, okay, just like in lecture, we're going to go over power series. Yeah. And you're like, we've never seen that. Yeah. So just the yeah. teaching is some sometimes is really not there. And you get some really smart people and really nice people. They're not, they're yeah. by no means yeah. trying to make you do bad. <laughs> but it's it's just that they, they're just not born teachers, yeah. which is okay. Yeah, but totally. that, that's harder to learn for sure when someone is sort of all over the place, you know, yeah. and there's no methodical way of going about it so that's that's been a challenge but it's definitely been a challenge that i've risen to right i've gone okay this is this is the way it is i can't change lectures i can't change my prof so yep. i can either whine about it yeah get a bad bark and be sad or i can go okay yeah i'm gonna sit down figure it saturday out. night even though this is not what i want to be doing yeah and i'm gonna go through all the techniques of integration or something yep. and i'm gonna learn it because darn right i'm gonna do good on that final totally so it's that sort of wow. you know you have that presented to you and it's like okay which way are you going to go? And coming back to Rundle, it's that initiative, it's that hard work, it's that, yep, if I put in enough time, I can learn this, even though I've never seen this before. I mean, it's been it's been almost 20 years since I've been an undergraduate course. 
And I'm happy to hear things haven't changed. <laughs> things have not changed. The passing grade on my calculus midterm was 20% or 30%. Oh, my. And oh my. I got 95. Congratulations. So shout yes. out to Miss yeah. Step and Mr. Zot. There They're great. But that's like, yeah, calculus is, oh, is the man. same. And it's that same, like, what? I've never even heard of this. We were supposed to learn this? Yeah. What? No, so, nothing's changed, yeah. Robbie. That's yeah. just, so that's been a challenge. will never change. But yeah. a challenge I've risen to. So it's been okay. Good for you. I totally, totally believe that. Okay, bringing it home in this first segment of the interview here, Robbie. Uh, last year, we piloted a program called the Ascent Leadership Training Program, where you earned a distinction in leadership uh, through some of the work that we did. Um, mm-hmm. Just as we close out this segment, can you just describe for people what the Ascent is all about? Um, yeah, for those who wouldn't know anything about it otherwise. I'd almost think of it like you had electives in, in university mm-hmm. about certain topics. You go learn about um, like U.S. history mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah. I'd almost think of it as a course in leadership, like right. a how-to leadership mm-hmm. was what it was for me. And what I what I personally like like truly enjoyed about it was the discussion. Mm-hmm. So we go through, we learn, we learned about the different leadership types yeah. in different situations, how they're applicable. We had guest speakers come in. That's right. Yeah. Dr. Houck. Yeah, we had, he came in. We had, that was really cool. That was really awesome. And he had a lot to say about using different leadership styles at different <laughs> times to get the desired outcome. So we kind of went through the different types of leadership, thought thought very insightfully about how to apply them and right. then overall just got to have discussions about it. And Super. I think my favorite part about about like the how-to leadership course that you mm-hmm. sort of developed was the discussions. Yes. And the meetings were not, it was not lectures. Yeah. It was not classroom. It was, okay, let's have a discussion about leadership. What do yeah. you think? What do yeah. you think? Let's look at it from the perspective of a woman, perspective of a man, kid, teacher. Exactly. And that's, I just found that, I just found that awesome. I yeah. left every single meeting with a smile on my face and it's just that that sort of unstructured, soft fascination we got yeah. to have, and just kind of oh yeah, yeah you're right, and just thinking. I thought I thought was was really 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 great. We had a and we had a great group last year. Uh, we had about a dozen students pilot it, and Robbie had, this year we've managed to get about forty five wow. high school kids in it. And, no uh, way! That's we've awesome. got about ten guest speakers, and we got about ten modules lined up. So it's really really so, taken off. So it's so been cool. good. Yeah, and I I remember. I, I emailed you in my speech. I was like, yeah. oh, how is the Ascend program still on? I, I hope so. I want to talk about it yeah. in my speech. Yeah. And you said, oh, yeah, we got 40 <laughs> students. <laughs> and I just remember being really happy. And it was just, it's one of those experiences that's very one of a kind mm-hmm. to Rundle. Of course, like every, everything here, I, I, there's not another Rundle. And mm-hmm. I wanted to say this in my speech too. You can't like... This place, Rundle, cannot be duplicated mm-hmm. because of the people that work here. That's right. Yeah, you know, you could you could build an right? identical school. Yeah, yeah. And it I wouldn't agree. be Rundle because the teachers and the administration, headmaster, that's what makes it Rundle. So to have that experience here, no one else has has had that. And I find I'm a volunteer coach yeah. for a hockey team, yeah. and I absolutely use everything I learned. Cool, cool. Because you know you got to use those different leadership at different times. Yeah. Sometimes need to be tough guy. Sometimes need to be nice. Yeah. And Overall, it's just a lot of learning. It's very cool to see. Okay, yeah. Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit tougher, mm-hmm. be more of that assertive leader because yeah. the kids are not behaving well, so they need to know that they need to listen to me. Yeah. And then when they when they kind of clean up and listen, then I can be then I can be fun again. So it's, it's your coaching yeah. style, totally. Yeah. So it, it's really cool to have that direct application to what I'm doing outside of school. And I think like a lot of academics miss that because like where are you gonna like biology is tougher right some right. of it's just a little more abstract how often are you taking derivatives yeah. in your daily life not very often. Not that often yeah <laughs> right so to have that sort of very like tactile 
I don't know. Yeah, the very tactile, just really applicable material that you can see everywhere, you know, yeah. and, and apply everywhere. It was really, really cool. Thanks, Robbie. No, I, I think the program's going well, and I look forward to seeing more and more of our yeah, high school I, students engage in it. I think it's good for everybody. Yeah, it'll, as it gets bigger and bigger, bigger, you'll have more guest speakers, and the modules become more interesting. You go more in depth, and I, I'm really excited to see it sort of flourish. Or maybe, well, maybe we'll have you back as a guest speaker, Robbie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Okay, this brings us to the last segment of every program, which is the Rundle Rumble. Now, for the people who've listened to the program before, you'll know that the Rundle Rumble is a Rundle's quick fire word association game. I've got Robbie here, and I'm going to say 10 words. Uh, Robbie's going to respond with the first things that come to mind. Are you ready for Rob? Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, number one, hockey. Hard work and leadership. Right on. Uh, two, public speaking. Uh, nerve-wracking yet rewarding. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've seen you do it several times. You are an absolute talent at it. So oh, well thank done. you. I hope people get to hear a lot more of it's you. It's good sure. that I look confident. You least. do. <laughs> Absolutely, and wise. Okay, uh, number three, University of Calgary. Exciting. Uh, I think opportunities Yeah. when I see that. Every time on campus, I, you learn something new every day, and you, you learn how much you don't know. Right. Which I and, right. and, and in that I see that as opportunity for yep. me to learn so much more, for me to develop skills in so many different areas. So yeah, opportunities. Yeah, is the, the program there. is really coming coming online, right? Yeah. It's yeah. really quite good. Uh, number four, misstep. The happiest person, <laughs> the kindest person on the face of this planet. Wow, cool. She is an ama- amazing, an amazing human. Right on. Well, I hope she gives us a listen. I think it'll make her day for sure. Yeah, Thank don't tell, tell her. Yeah. <laughs> um, the tuba? Oh, challenging. Yeah. Challenging would be my word there. Yeah. I was never, never a natural, yeah. but always, always did my best, always worked hard. Do you still play? I, yeah, I grabbed my sister because my sister plays tuba because yeah. she wanted to take after her brother, yeah. which is the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, so I go and grab her tuba sometimes oh, when yes. I'm bored or procrastinating and I'll play. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, your future? Long. Yeah. Long, yeah. as in yeah. a, a long path to what I want to do yeah. and hopefully doing what I want to do for a long time. Right on. I think right that's on. that's how I describe it. Good. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, number seven, grade 12 lounge. <laughs> wild okay, wild is always something interesting happening in there always oh, always a good laugh going on awesome. always a good laugh good number eight kinesiology um stimulating right on stimulating there's so many different facets to it and it's again it's the same thing it's that very like tactile knowledge yeah. you can apply so i like in so many of my courses be it like more like neuroscience more theoretical um, like like physical anatomy yeah. or the physiology. Like I, I'm at home and I'm like eating or something, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that's my that's why flexor, that's flexor carpi ulnaris muscle. <laughs> or like oh, it's just it's it's that like I'm constantly thinking about it and going like making connections in my head to other parts of my life. Love it using it. So it's just it's stimulating. I'm always it's always interesting. It's always a sounds like you found found your passion. Yeah, it's quite it's that's awesome. It's that's awesome. Number nine, track and field. Who exhausting. Yeah, exhausting. It's a I was always you love the feeling before the race. You love the feeling after the race. During, but I can honestly much. tell you, I did, yeah, very like I always loved. I did. I'd run the whole race for that last fifty or hundred meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I I loved it, and I was going, and I, I would always love it if I was like side by side another guy, and it was like who's gonna push harder to the finish line, and I would always just you just 
You give your best effort, and I, I, I'd always win. I'd never lose if I was beside someone That's because awesome. I just can't. Yeah. You know, when you're that close, you can't yeah, lose. Yeah. So exhausting, but again, rewarding because totally. I just remember man, like, running some cross country races, and you're, yeah. like, <gasps> <gasps> you're like, why did I sign up for this? <laughs> <laughs> just, totally. Totally. I'm sure yeah. you're not alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and number 10, the last one I always ask on the program is what is success to you? Success, success to me is uh has to do with one gratitude Mm -hmm. and two happiness nice and i think i think they play off of each other yeah so another thing i haven't got a chance to mention was going to university has made me realize even more so how extremely lucky i am no kidding for like to go to the school yeah to to live in such a nice area to drive my own car every day to school so that's been big and i find if you're grateful yeah you're very happy right you know very tough to be like genuinely feel feel grateful and feel thankful for where you have and and be unhappy yeah so for me that's been a really big thing cool and i i'm an anxious person i get i get very stressed out yeah so for me to remind myself okay yeah i'm stressed out about this linear algebra final but man my life is pretty darn amazing and i'm gonna have pretty much every opportunity to succeed like i i just i can't even express how grateful i am for that and that always makes me really happy so i think those are my two main things and when i'm grateful I'm happy. And then when you're grateful, you know, you make the most of everything. You're going to be more successful. So the three of them sort of all work together, in my, in my mind at least. Yeah. You know? Wow, for being uh, put on the spot, that's a pretty spectacular <laughs> yeah. answer, Rob. Well, it's like you. you've been thinking about it your whole life. So, um, Well done. Uh, thanks for taking time to come back. Thanks for giving back to Rumble. No, thank you for having me. It's, um, it's my pleasure. This this is a, it's on, like, honestly, for anyone listening, this school is is just it's just phenomenal yeah. so i i will gladly take any opportunity i have to tell you guys you're phenomenal <laughs> well, thanks, because we'll, you are we'll you know, it, okay. <laughs> it's one of those things it's just like you just like rundle deserves deserves the recognition it gets and that's why i was in the middle of midterms when i wrote that speech yeah. and that was something i wanted to do yeah and i it's not like i'm laying around with lots of free time yeah, for, yeah, sure, yeah, for sure but i was like no this is i want it and at no point was i regretful mm-hmm. i was just i want to do this because like this school deserves the recognition i think anyone who has a chance to send their kid to rundle needs to know how phenomenal rundle is and i can't imagine once you know what rundle's like you're gonna go oh i don't want my kid there you know yeah. so it's just i i'm always always take the opportunity amazing to how great you are well thanks thanks for the thank you so much for the time today thanks for your no, words thank and, you for uh, having me thanks for continuing to give back really appreciate oh, it absolutely good luck today yes thank you very much <laughs>